Okay, shut up. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you finish your chewing. I'm chewing at the beginning of 90% of our episodes. <laughs> That's how they know it's you. Mm-hmm. Ben is the one chewing. Okay, take us away. Okay, we're doing this lightning speed. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, welcome to a very special episode lit. of Movies IML. We are your favorite film, Faggettes. I'm Brandon Kirby. I'm Ben MP. I'm Daniel Crook. And today we are coming to you live. <laughs> Not live. From Hollywood. Live from Hollywood. Live. California. Live on tape. <laughs> live on tape. Pre-recorded live. <laughs> coming to you live. As in we are alive. We, well, are we? I am um, alive and I am a lit. I am alive and I am lit. And we are lit for um, the Oscars. Yep. Not really. I'm pretty much over it. But <laughs> we are I am lit. I am still lit. We are going to a live, laugh, love over here and chat about the Academy Awards. And... I'm just going to say, I never tire of the Oscars. I do. I know you both are done. <laughs> well, I will get... And that yes and no. I'm pretty much done with this year specifically. Yes. I'm annoyed by everybody. Um... Apart, Lady Bird, get out. Can you believe young Hillary Clinton was on the cover of Time Magazine today? Okay. I'm not um, ready to emotionally wrestle with that be image. Young Rodham. Thank you so right. much. Young Rodham. <sighs> she was giving me Jackie. She was giving me HRC. She was giving me... I don't know. She, it, that picture... She was serving. I thought about it all day. Serving stoicism. We're speaking a of her time, Greta Gerwig's Time leader. Magazine mm. cover. Mm. Mm. Time mm. is not up for Greta Gerwig on the cover of Time. Hell yeah. What uh, are we here to discuss today? We're on giving... this very special episode. Very special. Everyone's going to learn a lesson by the end of this. It is a very special episode. Fasten your seatbelts. We're giving our final Oscar Category predictions. Ooh. And we're going to talk about bullying or some sort of special, you know, like in the yeah. 90s, the very special episodes. Bulimia. Have, did you see the episode <laughs> of Full House where... Um, D- Kimmy is drinking? No, that sounds That's good. one of my favorites. That sounds fun. And Bob Saget has to be like, Kimmy. And All they, good like, things in moderation. <laughs> they, have a, they have a heart-to-heart. Oh, no. And it's not about, like, you can't hang out with my daughters if you do this. He was just a dad to her. He says... Well, at the end of their good talk, Classic. I'd say let's crack open a cold one, but you're a little young for that. <laughs> On this very special episode, Ben, this is an intervention. You fill your wine glass too high! <laughs> Bethany to Dorinda in the Real Housewives trailer. You're a drunk. <laughs> Dorinda weeping. I'm living a life I never thought I would! It's so good. This is a. Uh, this is now a <laughs> Real Housewives of New York podcast. Luann, I've been to prison, <laughs> jail. <laughs> Same. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's just let's get into dive it. In. Uh, we're starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Starting with visual effects. The nominees. Well, what? Oh no! I'll save my commentary. The nominees are Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, Kong, Skull Island, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and War for the Planet of the Apes. Daniel? What's fun about the best visual effects category is that they're putting things on screen that aren't there. You know? Wow! It's fun. It's feisty. It's magical. It wouldn't be there. 
you think about this category before computers, and you're like, where do we go from here? Yeah. When did they invent this category? Probably within the past 20 years. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the late 80s. No, I think it was around in the late 80s, at least. I feel like Robocop got this award. I feel like I've like recently read that. Probably. Titanic would have won this award, for sure. Mm-hmm. For that sure. guy hitting the propeller on his way down mm. still haunts me. That's one of my favorite moments. Okay, well, who's your winner, Brandon? War for the Planet of the Apes. Nothing else will win. Thank let's, you. <laughs> let's talk about that pick. Let's so, talk about how War the the Apes movies have won like the VFX award every for every movie, and it never has won never the won the Oscar. Oscar because they don't give a fuck. I don't buy that War for the Planet of the Apes is going to win this award for that I exact think this reason. is the, the the this is their final chance to award it. I don't think but they, they don't care. care enough to nominate I do not to give them the, win the other two times. Every year, every year pundits and people who go to the movies say this is the best example of visual effects of what the medium is capable of doing to date. Look at that Caesar. Look at those look at that monkey. That's mm-hmm. so lifelike. It doesn't even look like a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And then no one gives a shit. And then in the next movie, they're like, then what even wins? more then what wins? No one cares. I think Star Wars. in the past 10 years... By the way, this award has been around since the 1960s. Oh. <laughs> or, the, uh, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Google. 19... I mean, oh, jeez. 1938. Damn. Thank you, Google. In the past 10 years... Visual effect and cinematography has gone to the same movie more often than not, so I am voting for Blade Runner 2049. Very I, interesting. I think... Because they don't know the difference. <laughs> yeah. That's... That's my logic. But that's not exactly true, because The Jungle Book won last year, and then Ex Machina won the year before that. Um, I know, but it's still more often than not in the past ten years. Sure. I, I'm not so convinced. I think that... Star Wars The Last Jedi is going to win this award because I don't think I don't think you can really make much of a case for any of the nominees and I think this is a place where people will say oh Star Wars I saw that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is not going to win no Kong Skull Island might surprise everybody it's a pretty big monkey it would be oh my god you know what it would be like um when Planet of the Apes beat 2001 Mm -hmm. for the monkey makeup right when 2001 obviously had the superior, more realistic-looking mm-hmm. uh, primates, mm-hmm. it would be so perfect for Kong Skull Island to win to this win. award over War of the Planet of the Apes. I would kill myself. I, I will say, <laughs> I don't think that Blade Runner is going to win this award because I think they will be fine with cinematography. Like I don't, Even though this movie got a lot of below-the-line love, I don't see people voting for it more than once because it didn't make a lot of money, so I'm not even sure that most people have seen it. The guilds are the, correct me if I'm wrong, but the or the the different branches of the Academy vote for their specific award, for the nominations, and right. for the winners, everybody votes. Mm-hmm. I think that, I just don't think enough people saw Blade Runner 2049 for doing more than one below the line. I think board. people in this industry love Blade Runner 2049. Based on what? Based on everything I have read from, like, interviews with people in this industry and, like, all of the Oscar ballot things. I, I've been staying away from those. So. Everyone is always, every single one is like, Blade Runner was robbed in the major categories. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Really? Interesting. So people are lit on yeah. it. So they're going to award it where they can. I think so. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Costume design, Beauty and the Beast, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Water, and Victoria and Adieu. I'm voting for Phantom Thread. Phantom I think Thread. it will be Phantom Thread. I'm voting for Phantom Thread. Great. Because what's fun about this category is it's what the people are wearing. And Phantom Thread is all about what people are wearing. All about the clothes, baby. There are gowns. 
There are gowns. And gowns win. Let's say... Gowns win. I know we're trying to move through this quickly, but this is the only time we're going to get to talk about Phantom Thread as a potential winner, I feel like. And I think that the reason I want it to win costume design... I think it will it will win costume design mm-hmm. because people want to give Phantom Thread something. But more than that, there are just so many costumes in the yeah. movie. And obviously period pieces with royalty involved tend to have the edge in this category. But there's also a tendency to reward the most costumes, and Phantom okay. Thread has that. I hope that it will win, though, because I think that Woodcock's dresses are complicated. I think half of them are monstrosities and mm-hmm. tacky and gaudy. And like Barbara Jean's. Barbara, Barbara Rose. Rose. Nah, whatever. Somebody's thinking of Robert Altman's Nashville. <laughs> Di- different kind of breakdown on a stage. Barbara that. Rose, apologies. They both, their heads are both nodding from, you know, mental incapacitation. Anyway, I, I, I like Rose. the Phantom Thread costumes because they are not all perfect. And I talked about that on our episode, but I hope that wins. I think Shape of Water is your potential spoiler. I do uh, yeah, that's the only other option. I agree. Is your potential spoiler? This is going to be a. Never mind. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Makeup and hair. Darkest hour. Victoria Dark. and Abdul. Wonder. I'm giving it to the jowls. Giving it to the jowls. Yep. The jowls Darkest win. <laughs> Yeah. I hope. And that's the makeup right there. <laughs> that's the makeup. You don't, you don't get that nice Can you whoosh believe of the jowls. With he that had to sit in that there. chair for whole a whole three hours. I know. This is an example. Oh my God. I feel the opposite way of Blade Runner 2049, where they'll award the visuals and cinematography and not visual effects, in my estimation. I think that they will give the performance and the makeup that makes the performance award. I think we'll give them both yeah. awards for this. Yeah. Um, moving on. Original song. Mighty River from Mudbound, Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name, Remember Me from Coco, Stand Up for Something from Marshall, who saw that movie, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. I didn't see Marshall, but I did see Josh Gad at Chipotle a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Is he in that? Yes. Chipotle? Yeah. Oh, great. He's the protagonist of the film. Can you believe that? We're still making those movies. Right. Great. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, my winner is Remember Me from Coco. I'm predicting Remember Me as well. It's a hat trick. We're all predicting Remember Me. Yeah. Uh, I think the the Frozen team knocks it out of the park again, and I think they get it. I think This Is Me could happen. It's the spoiler. It is. The real winner in the original song category is the at-home audience watching Sufjan Stevens perform Mystery of Love live. Mary J. Blige. Yes. Yeah. There can only be one. Two-time Academy Award nominee, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. I mean the perfor- those two performances. I'm but looking forward to. I don't know. I think it's down to Coco or This Is Us or yeah, uh, the <laughs> yes. circus movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> the movie that doesn't address uh, labor violations, animal cruelty. Just mm-hmm. Daniel, it's just never style. enough for you. It's never it's enough. Never. 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 And on, and on never, top of it, no, they plagiarize never. never be enough from Robert Altman's Nashville. They uh, plagiarized like Never Enough from Laurie Metcalf. <laughs> will it's never, never be enough. enough. Okay. I, I love that scene. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. Original score. Dunkirk. Phantom Fart. The Shape of Water. Star War. The Last Jedi. And Three Farts Outside Fuck Yourself. Oh. Wow. This is getting <laughs> except, a little blue. Except Carter Burwell did that and I love I him. Know. And but there yes. are, but yeah. I don't remember the score. That, no, that like main theme is actually really quite... Great. Well, Carter Burwell like, is one of our boom. best composers today. 
Oh, it's over Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was that the EDM <laughs> mix from <laughs> 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 The verdict. <laughs> 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 ah, um, I'm voting for something equally as blue as Brandon's commentary. I'm going with the shape of water. Mm-hmm. As Alexander am I. Desquat. As am I. I think it will be the shape of water. I do think Phantom Thread is a potential spoiler, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think. As many Who's voters... a potential spoiler? I think Phantom Thread is. Oh. I Phantom think people Thread. recognize that uh, Dunkirk is like the same, just single note over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he uses a tick like uh what's his face used a type right martinelli dario martinelli isn't it marinelli martinelli's apple juice <laughs> dude the score so i washed down my commentary <laughs> with a nice martinelli's mm. sponsor us okay production design which i have a tough decision here. i think that everyone's going to be pissed off when it's going to go to beauty and the beast not my prediction beauty and the beast don't be surprised Production design went to Avatar, which was all computer generated. Right. Could also go to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. The difference is that Other, Beauty and the Beast is not. Read the nominees. Movie. Other nominees. And then we'll talk. Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and The Shape of Fishstick. Hmm. Wow. What's the winner? A surprising shape indeed. I am going against the guild here. The, the guild. guild. Pun intended. The guild. guild. Nice. Um, waka waka. And I am going to follow my previous logic of what is the prettiest movie of the year is Blade Runner 2049 wow, little, in this category as well. Sweep. Mm-hmm. Wait, where's mine? I can't remember what I put down. I am putting, I put Shape of Water. It's a safe bet. But yeah, I could. Like I, I'm, I'm between Blade Runner and Shape of Water. The Shape of Water has 13 nominations and it's no American Hustle. It's not your Gangs of New York. Mm-hmm. This is a beloved movie across the board, and people love it for its fantastical elements. I think it's it's definitely going to win Best Director. No spoilers. It'll probably win Best Picture. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. But this is the one... It's nominated in just about every craft category. Right. Everything below the line. And score... Not makeup, even though the fish costume is mostly makeup, not visual yeah, effects. Yeah, how is that possible? Well, I think Shape of Water is your spoiler in costumes, so you might... Yeah. Someone might want to reward it there. It's true. Look at the fish man's costume. Mm-hmm. Look at his gills. It's true. I'm going with The Shape of Water as well. Great. Um, okay, moving on. Let's just clump these together because the nominees are identical. Right. Sound mixing and editing. Sure. Uh, the nominees for both categories are Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, Star Wars The Last Jedi. I am saying Dunkirk for both. So am I. I'm predicting a split. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Seven right. and split. Tell us. I think that Dunkirk is going to win Best Sound Editing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that Best Sound Mixing often has a tendency to go towards the musical. Yeah. And for that oh, reason, it's going to go to Baby Driver, which very combines both the sound effects of a mm-hmm. car chase movie, a heist, and it's, a, and it's an Edgar Wright movie, so all the sound effects, the exaggeration, and the syncopation, and the levels are extremely important. It's mm-hmm. a whole other secondary language in the movie. And on top of that, there's the music element as well. I think that's very interesting. It's going to be a split. Yeah. going to be and a split. And I could see that being a big, big surprise and people being very thrilled because people love Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even that's if very it's a dumb award. Not dumb, but it's a minor Excuse award. 
It's uh, not dumb. There are no minor awards. It is not minor. Whatever. Only minor nominees. There are only people that you don't know who are accepting the award. Right. But the film would <laughs> win, which household. people but would be excited. But you meet them that night you and you do. carry them with you in your heart forever. You do. That's I right. love when the craft wins because you're like, oh, look at these people who are mean. What's Remember when you? Mad Max Fury Road went all the below the lines and then, and then like, you the met Revenant these one freaky director. cult members are just storming the stage yeah. in their headdresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love meeting I will those. never forget what? That Mad Max swept the technical categories and lost Best Director because those two things are not related. So right. here yeah. we are. Well, you know, The Revenant is just one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it before. Kill. It was so hard to make. And the other thing is that in Yaru, did you know that they were really cold? Hadn't been recognized yet. Yeah, he kind of he deserved it. Yeah, you're right. How do you thank someone for that something that big, that scope, that large? They planned an avalanche. And Mad Max is miniature. You know? They planned an avalanche. Yeah, there's an avalanche in it that was man-made. <laughs> they did it for the shot. And yet nothing for force majeure. I know. Can you believe it? Okay, let's move on. Film editing. Baby Driver. Dunkirk. I, Tanya. Shape of Water. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri! Dunkirk. Dunkirk. It's gonna go to Dunkirk. Great. Tick, tick, tick. That is the one that we can all count on going to Dunkirk. Yes. Yes. Not just Mark Rylance going to Dunkirk anymore. It's the Academy Award for Best Film Editing. As my father said, it's just boats. <laughs> he didn't like this movie. He said, it's just boats. Dunkirk just boats. is great. Come on. <laughs> and planes. And planes. automobiles. Planes, no, trains, automobiles. And, automobiles. and automobiles. Is there an automobile on the beach? Best there is foreign language film. Foreign language film. That's a Scottish brogue, which is not a foreign language. Scotland is not nominated this year. Chile's A Fantastic Woman, Lebanon's The Insult, Russia's Loveless, Hungary's On Body and Soul, Sweden's The Square. I think... This is a tough one. Fantastic Woman is going to win. I agree. There are Academy voters in every state, in every major city, but most of them live here in Los Angeles. And if you look at the way Sony Pictures Classics has bought up screens for a fantastic moment over the past couple weeks, you know they are going for the gold here. Yeah. I think it is both one of the more agreeable choices in the category. Listen to our best of episode. I'm not going to talk about the merits of the film. It's in my top 15 of last year. I think it's a staggering achievement. I love Sebastian Elio. But it also gives Academy members an opportunity to feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the people who aren't as craven as that, for people who just want to draw attention to important social issues, this is a high point for transgender visibility. And for those, I think it feels like the most important of the nominees. Unless the voters are dumb and then the insult seems like the most important The insult nominee. is the most narratively accessible, right? Mm-hmm. But a fantastic woman has that and has more skill. It has more visual panache. So I think that's what gives it the edge. Yeah, it's an I'm, I'm movie. saying a fantastic woman as well. It's going to be on body. The winners have also been good in this category for the past few years, right? Give or take a great beauty, depending on where you fall on that. Do you right. not like the great beauty? I think it's fine. But what did it beat out? Huh? In 2013. Well, less. No, it was the great beauty. We to mustn't lose. forget. Yeah. A man called Ove beat Tony no, Erdman. No, he didn't. Wait, the salesman. And, and this is why last year when everyone was what like, did, it's going to be a man called Ove because these the Academy's stupid and they're going to give it to the most mainstream, simplistic film. Oh, and then I don't the know if they do that won. anymore. Yeah. I don't know if they do that sorry, anymore. I'm get, I'm sorry, I'm confused. They gave it to Son of Saul, which is a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You're Stone right. The, winner, the winners recently have been good. 
which is one of my favorite films. It's a great I movie. Have the poster in my. What did the great beauty beat where people could be on the other side I'm of it? Looking it up right now. Oh great! Click 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 click. Oh, so it wasn't Uve. It was I forgot about the salesman. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's great. So the great beauty was the runaway favorite in this category, but you get the missing picture, which some folks loved from Cambodia. Didn't necessarily think it was going to win, but people were excited it got in there. Mm-hmm. The hunt. From Denmark. Oh, yeah. That had some love. That was a very popular movie. Very popular movie. Um, another one from uh, Thomas Vinterberg. Mm-hmm. And Broken Circle Breakdown had fans, but The Great Beauty was the runaway favorite. Right. And The Great Beauty, I mean, Great Beauty's a great pick. I think it's a good movie. Um, but especially, like, Ida, like, that's your one. Like, I love Ida, but that is a strange pick. That doesn't necessarily seem accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Folks love that. It. You're right. That means the their taste has been improving I think so. over the years. I mean... Yes, they're constantly working on how to like do the voting there. So and it's one day, like, one day they go the hang of it. I this category is a problematic fave for me, but I have been enjoying it the last. Handful I of think years. the fact that they now make you have to prove that you've seen all five movies yeah. to vote, mm-hmm. and I think that helps because before the the most accessible one won because that's the one everyone had seen. Mm-hmm. Right, Departures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like a long movie had no chance. Yeah. So okay, let's do we're the all thinking a fantastic woman. Yes. Yep. Okay. okay um, let's, let's do all three shorts. So right. the shorts. Which none of us have seen? No. And I really don't know anything about them. I've done a little bit of research. I have reasons why I'm picking all the ones I'm picking. Okay. I mean, I'm just basing it off of, yeah, what other Should people seem to be. Animated? Um, why can't I find animated It's short? right above adapted screenplay on our list. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm saying I'm saying the Kobe Bryant one, Dear Basketball. I'm saying Garden Party because Dave Seventy liked it. I'm between those two. Ultimately, I go with Dear Basketball because I can see more Academy members being excited to vote for it. Glenn Keane, who's a legendary Disney animator, uh, did this short, so it's in an aesthetic and a visual style that Academy voters have rewarded in the past, and John Williams did the score. And I have a friend who worked on it. Oh, didn't we all see Lou because it played in front of um, the Pixar movie? No, because I didn't see Cars 3. Was there a Pixar movie this year? There were two this year. Cars 3 and Coco. Oh, I saw Coco. Was Lou in, Lou was in, front, was in front of, of Toy Story? The Frozen movie was in front of Cars Coco. 3. Yeah. But... Lou was in front of Cars 3. So you saw it then. I did. I went with my nephews. I have no memory of that because I was making sure... We were like late. Oh, yeah. You guys were, like, wasted. We were drunk as fuck. Oh, my God. Martin was being a little dick. He was ah. like, I don't want to go to the movie. I don't like it. It's he cars, was, Martin! He didn't. He pretended to not like it and pretended to be watching through his hands. <laughs> really what scary a, cars. What a little shit. I know. He's I, so stubborn. I love him. Some... Where did he get that from? He's, He's an artist. Best... He's an artist. I love that. I know. Best live action short. I'm saying DeKalb Elementary because of the topical nature of it. And as am I. And it's based on a true story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Best documentary. I think that The Silent Child is a potential spoiler. Really? I've heard people, I've heard rumblings of that being discussed, is all I can say about it. Discussed about the film? Just that I know people are talking about it. It's the a, silent child. It's a. It's about a silent child. Which means child people are watching it. Who is learning ASL, I believe, and her parents maybe don't want her to or mm-hmm. something. Okay. It is also about a capital I issue. And for best documentary short subject, we think that I'm going. I'm going with the 405. Yeah. Going f- with heroin. Tapping the vein. Oh, you're doing heroin. Yes, it's on Netflix. It is also, it's about the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. It celebrates three women, directed by Robert Altman, mm-hmm. 
And for those reasons, it's topical. It hooks into several different pieces that are in the news, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's on Netflix, so it's the most accessible. Mm -hmm. I'm saying Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405 as well. So am I, just because I feel like that's what people are that I've heard people are talking about. That's the only reason. It's so annoying when... I don't even know what it's about. I just know people have talked about it. No, but it's got a fun title, and that's how you know it's good. And there's, like... It does, like, the cutesy animation credits. Mm Mm-hmm. It pulls a Juno. Yeah. It Junos it. It Junos itself. Maybe the Academy will say, all I want is you. Mm -hmm. To have it as a traffic jam on the 405. And by the way... Documentary feature. Not true. It is not heaven. No, it's true. I have not. missed films at the New Art before getting off the goddamn. The four hundred five is a, the worst piece of land in the country. <laughs> Let's not get too regional. Come on, folks. Uh, best documentary feature: Abacus, small enough to jail, faces Did places. See that? By no, the way, but I wanted to. I've, and they kept, they kept bringing Abacus back to theaters, and every time I was like, I'm going to go this time, places, and places. I still have not gone. Okay, continue. Sorry. I haven't seen it either, but I wanted to. It looks very interesting, and yes, I'm excited that it's nominated. Uh, Icarus, Last Man in Aleppo, and Strong Island in Outfest film. An Outfest film. I think... That the two movies that I have personally seen are the top two movies, and I do think Faces Places is going to pull it out. I am predicting Faces Places. I also think that the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, will end up being Miss Agnes Varda, if you're nasty's worst enemy. Yeah. Because if she loses this Oscar, if she and JR lose the Oscar, it will be because of Olympic fever. I agree. Mm-hmm. Because fucking Icarus. Adam Rippon. Adam Rippon, stop ruining everything. You, you cannot say that he is a gay hero if he is going to take Agnes Varda's Oscar it's away. It's true. I agree. <laughs> Has he seen JR's arm veins? He, he should is. be out there campaigning. <laughs> he is putting those arm JR. veins on ice. For shame, My God. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Jesus. Okay, what are you two voting for? Faces Places. Okay. I'm voting for Icarus. Mm-hmm. I'm Faces. Which Faces. I think Icarus is a very good movie. I don't want Icarus to win, I but I am picking. Sun, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. I am picking Icarus. Icarus has never won anything. <laughs> you know. He's always in failed. human history. He's always failed. You can't make wings out of feathers and wax. Yeah. Cinematography. Cinematography. Blade Runner, 2049. Darkest Hour. Dunkirk. Darkest Hour. Dirkster. Sorry. Continue. Mudbound. The Shape of Water. I'm saying Roger Deakins will finally win with Blade Runner. Same. Same. But watch out for Rachel Morrison. <gasps> really? Mudbound, I think, is a well-liked film. Almost cracks Best Picture. I think that... Netflix has done a great job publicizing the fact that Rachel Morrison is the first woman nominated in this category, and on top of it, the work is jaw-dropping. I have to, as I was leaving work today, I noticed there's a poster for Mudbound across the street. And on Body and Soul. Yeah, there's like a string of Netflix posters, mm-hmm. and the, the Mudbound poster says in huge letters, D. Reese is the first woman, and then in tiny letters, to be nominated for adapted screenplay... It's the first black woman. Did I said the first woman. But it says in huge letters, D. Reese is the first black woman. And oh, that's what no. catches your eye. Oh, that's weird. Yes. <laughs> I tried to take a picture, but the light blew it out so you couldn't read the words. Well, 
Well, Netflix, you're trying. Yeah. All right. They know you read the big type. Yeah. I, I, so I, Sonny Roger. I don't see Rachel Morrison as a spoiler. I see Dunkirk as a I spoiler. I see Dunkirk as a spoiler. As much, I would be. love Rachel Morrison to win. Holy I think, shit. I watch out for the shape of water. There no. is a chance that <laughs> is not backed up by fact. It is backed up by feeling, which is, you know, I'm not a Fox News viewer, but I'm going to take a page from their book. I think that Shape of Water might do a little sweep. I'm not necessarily predicting it, but it got 13 nominations. It's well-liked. People love it for its visuals. Just so otherworldly, you know? It's a fantasy. Everybody yeah. goes on and on. What a fantasy know. this movie is. I think it gets, I think it's one of those where it gets I all the think, nominations, and then it like wins it. It's not, two. Well, maybe. I just know it's not American Hustling, this thing. It's going to win... Well, we'll get there. It's going to win a couple. No spoilers. But I do not think it sweeps. No. Original... I'm not predicting that. I'm just saying, it could happen. Sure, anything Anything can happen. happen. I know, that's the logic. Anything can happen by Ellie Goulding. Anything can happen. (laughs) That's not how the song (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Original screenplay. My favorite film of all time, The Big Sick. No, but it's very good. I'm happy it's there. Get out. (laughs) Lady Bird. Ooh, Lady Bird. The Shape of Water. And three billboards outside that fucking movie. The winner is Get Out. The winner is Get Out. The winner is Get Out. Get Out. Lady Bird. Three billboards is probably going to win, but I'm voting for Get Out. No, I think it will be Get Out, but I do think Three Billboards is second place. I, that's what I'm saying. I still think Lady Bird's second place. I think it's third, and then I think The Shape of Water is fourth. And big six and last. Mm-hmm. And I think that if the Oscars had been voted on a week later, Phantom Thread would have been nominated and won the category. Yeah. Well, Get, out, Get out probably still would have won, but I think Phantom Thread would have been number two. Um, yeah. Adapted screenplay. Ah. <sighs> There's Call me by your it's name. Crazy that there's only one nominee. I know, oh, right? It's, it's the first time in Academy history. What a weird year! Really so, weird Call year. Me by Your Name, the only nominee wins. Yay! Yes. Okay, <laughs> moving on. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> because what is also nominated is Boom Molly's Game. It's not my name. What's it, what she say? Because it's my name. <laughs> Boom Molly's Game. Because because it's my name. Because it's my name. Because it's my name. Because it's my name. Because it's my game. <laughs> it is my game. I told you I would win my game. I'm a bear. Molly's game. I just really want to do that bit. <laughs> just take your second and explain. Explain your. I'm a bear. Just Brandon. Brandon. You haven't seen. If you haven't seen the Alex Garland picture, Annihilation. There is a bear. With a woman's voice, and Daniel was explaining to Ben, who has not seen the picture yet, that there is a bear with a woman's voice, and I was just, this is what I pictured it, just being, just screaming, I'm a bear! <laughs> I'm a bear! I'm a bear! You're just a bear in a basket! I don't, okay, spoilers, <laughs> but the bear also says, I, well, no, 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 okay. Ben hasn't, ben, hasn't ben hasn't seen it! Ben hasn't seen it. Okay, anyway. animated feature, the winner is Coco. Oh, sorry. The nominees are <laughs> The Boss Baby. Mm. The Breadwinner. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. What does she do? She says, mm. The Boss Baby. Mm. Mm. Tastes mm. good. The Breadwinner. Coco. 
Ferdinand and Loving Vincent, which Loving Vincent, Vincent has a billboard outside Ebbing, has a billboard <laughs> outside Fairfax and Sunset on the corner of that Rite Aid. Oh Sorry, we're getting regional again. But it says, Vincent deserves this. <laughs> and it's like paid for by like the Vincent Van Gogh Museum Fund something, something, something. That is a shame that Amsterdam, that the Dutch government would dare interfere with this race. As we have spent a lot of time talking about, it is not cool for a foreign country to infiltrate our politics. And the same goes for the fucking Vincent Van Gogh Museum. I agree. I agree. Director. Coco. The winner. I agree. (laughs) Coco is the winner. Director. Remember me. (laughs) Dunkirk. By Christopher Nolan. That's not how you say those things, but I'm going to say sure. uh, this, this is the uh, pattern I'm going with. Auteur theory much? Get Out. Actually, these are all auteurs, so I'm going to go with this. Get Out by Jordan Peele. Lady Bird by Greta Gerwig. Future President. Phantom Thread by Paul Thomas Anderson. And The Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro. The winners, boys. And I'm predicting the obvious frontrunner, Paul Thomas Anderson. Thank you very sure. much. Mm-hmm. Are you really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a joke. I'm I laughed. With it makes Gilly? me laugh. Gilly, Going Gilly. With Gilly. Going with Gilligan. Oh, I was like, Guillermo. Get- I'm calling it Gilligan's Island of Dr. Moreau. Who will... The Shape of Water wins. Present him the award. Have Alejandro and Alfonso been announced? It will be to present the Steven Spielberg, Brian De Palma, George Lucas. That was De Palma didn't do it. No, it was Coppola. And Coppola, I got, I got my beards. Mixed Spielberg, up. Coppola, and Lucas presented the year Scorsese won. And it's a foregone conclusion. Imagine if Scorsese had lost and they planned that. <laughs> Ooh, that would have hurt, but it was very clear it was happening. <laughs> who could have won? I mean, uh, 2006. Inyari 2. Inyari 2. Stephen Frears. That wouldn't have happened. What was the one? So Little Miss Sunshine didn't get a Best Director nomination. What slid into the DMs there instead of them? What? Huh? Wait, huh? It would have been Scorchies. It would have been. What year are we on? Stephen Fairs. It would have been Alejandro G. Would have been Clint. Oh, United Clint. 93. And it would have been Mr. Greengrass. I think Mr. Greengrass could have... I think people love letters from Iwo Jima. Who won that year? That was Scorsese. Oh, that was The Departed year. This Yay! was the Scorsese year. Uh, but so I yeah, so it would make sense for them to do that again and let Inyari 2 and Alfonso Cuaron present present to, oh and how fun would that be oh, it would just be a gas and a half oh, or they'll get Salma Hayek oh my god Salma Hayek would cry and she, she would go, weep she will just scream she it. will scream like and now do the Annihilation spoiler never mind or we're into we're into, we're into the, the acting we're into the acting categories the acting categories or as I like to call it what do you like to call it? Call it by its name. I didn't have an end to this joke when I started, but something about scenery chewing. Well, hamming what, it up. What I really like it's about four ham awards, four hams, yeah. <laughs> four, four hams outside, four baked hams. What I really like about the four ham awards is that they honor people who are pretending to be other people. Yeah, and that's hard to do. It is. Wow. Let's start with the actors because let's save the best four for last. actors who have given performances in the past that I have loved. Oh yeah, 
None of whom. And, and 20 performers who have been given performances in the past period. Yeah. And, okay. So I, I, I know this. what you're Whatever. I know Actually, what you're no, no. Through. 19 actors who have given performances in the past period. Right. I'm actually going to start us with supporting actor. Great. Good. Let's do the men Good. first. We're doing the men first. Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project. Woody Harrelson for that fucking movie. Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water. Christopher Plummer for that thing he did for 20 minutes. It's Sam Wackwell? Sam Wackawackawell. For three billboards outside Ebbing. Missouri! Oh, the winner is Sam Rockwell. The winner is Sam Rockwell. And the winner is Christopher Plummer. Sam Rockwell. Thank but you. just let it be known that this defag is pulling for Defoe. I'm pulling for Defoe. And, and Ben, as I called outside, is pulling for Mr. Rockwell. I am. He gives it a great He's the performance I'm not considering gonna be I'm gonna be, the circumstances. I'm gonna be you know, cool he's one of he the greatest character actors of the past 20 years. Rewarded. Mm-hmm. No one, he's not a star. He's just a terrific actor. And given my five choices, I would vote for him. He does give my favorite performance of the five. I don't understand I just don't like the why movie. you don't yeah. care about the Defoe performance. I'll never understand it. Mm-hmm. But I like the variety. Same. The publication whose list we're reading from, mm-hmm. I think your opinion is just right. not okay. Sponsor us, Variety. <laughs> Lead variety. actor. Lead actor. Timothée Chalamet for Call Me by Your Name. Daniel Day-Lewis in Phantom Thread. What was that? I'm the hungry boy. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis to his breakfast. I told you I would eat you. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Yay. That's just, yeah. Um, I just, I just, I just, I just, Hooray! I just flash back to thinking about how much I love him and everything he's in. Um, Same. Some. Gary Oldman for playing Winston Churchill. For Joe Wright's Atonement. <laughs> and Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. I think that my favorite line in Darkest Hour is when Gary Oldman turns to the scenery and starts eating on some drapes and says, I told you I would eat you. When he sits across from Ben Mendelsohn just going, (laughs) Ben Mendelsohn trying to act in the scene and Gary Oldman just going, I am <laughs> predicting <laughs> Denzel Washington. Shut up, Bert. I'm choking on my Welsh rabbit. Greatest, <laughs> not greatest living actor, but greatest living movie star, Denzel Washington, who should have won last year. Should have won last year. And he could have given Francis <sighs> another Oscar. And he, oh. she wouldn't have to beat him to death. Well, so Casey's not coming. I know, but Casey knows not to show up. Mm-hmm. Smart man, Francis would have delivered the death blow you predicted, Ben. She would have. I think that. When <laughs> Thanks Gary- for the Oscar. It's kaplak. I think that when Gary Oldman wins his Oscar, that's my prediction. That a team of Oompa Loompas should roll. He should he should accept the award boom, in boom, full boom, costume, boom, full makeup, boom, 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 and boom. A, a team of a squad of Oompa Loompas should rush the stage and roll him off like like Violet. Violet, Violet you're the turning big... Violet, Violet. <laughs> 
sizzle like a sausage. <laughs> if he wins, which, uh, okay, let me rephrase. When he wins. When he wins, I'll just imagine he's winning long overdue for The Dark Knight. How about that? Or Sid and Nancy. Or Sid and Nancy. Or, I don't know. Literally any other film in history. True Romance. Pretty good in True Romance. <gasps> I don't remember him in that movie, and I've seen it. Uh, it's not a big role. I don't even remember the character's name, but he's got, like, dreadlocks and a crazy eye. Oh, that's right. That's Gary. That's right. When right, he right, was right. a young man. He's winning for his episode of Friends when he plays the drunk actor that oh, Joey yeah. is working with on a World War II movie. <laughs> oh, my God. And he keeps spitting in his face. Yes. <laughs> Joey's late for Monica and Chandler's wedding. Um, and then he shows up. Is this where I come out of the closet on this podcast as a Friends super fan? I'm not surprised. Not even just a fan. You don't know the extent to which I was obsessed with Friends in my youth. Did you do a full rewatch when it came out on Netflix? No, because I have the DVDs. Of course you do. I, like... The release of the DVDs were monumental days in the MP home. I had them marked on the calendar for months. I saved up my allowance. Oh my god. It was very important. That's cool. I did a full I did rewatch. The oh, The in, Simpsons. In Seinfeld. Seinfeld was a very exciting I have one all for those me. Dudes. Yeah. I mean, it because it felt like it took Seinfeld for so long to they get were out on DVD. Out. Yeah. So when it did finally come out on DVD, it was so exciting. I would yeah. travel with those box sets when I would like go visit my grandparents. Uh, my, my my DVDs of Seinfeld are totally worn at this point. Yeah, Men's are afraid. Some of the discs don't. Work. I used to. My brother lives in used to live in Las Vegas, and when I would go visit, I would put a Seinfeld DVD into my laptop, and I would turn the dimness all the way down, but I would listen. To Seinfeld as nice. I drove to oh Vegas. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fantastic. What um, happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for your Seinfeld DVDs, which you get right. to take home afterwards and watch oh. again and again. Alright, let's do the Leslie Manville Award for Best Supporting Actress that she's not going to win, but that she should have a lock on could every be a year. Spoiler. She could be. That actually, there actually is, but this isn't no spoiler. spoilers year. Unfortunately, it's like I almost feel like if all of the categories had a preferential ballot, she would do well, really isn't that well. An idea? This yeah, year? she would. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? She could definitely win. If it I was think she would be not over Lori. I think Lori would benefit the most from a preferential Probably. ballot like that. But Leslie would too. Sure. Right but, now, but Leslie's but ultimately, like ultimately Lori Metcalf is the critics' favorite. Clearly, the, the second favorite. favorite yes. Of... Anyway, read the nominees. Moment of silence for nuanced mommies. The nominees are. And he wants to Mary J. Blige for Mudbound. Allison Janney for I, Tanya, even though she played a way better mother in Juno. Leslie Manville and in CBS's Mom. Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread. On uh, the BBC's Mom. Leslie. Mom and Mom. Leslie Man. Did you guys know this? That Leslie yes. Manville is on a, uh, what is it, BBC I sitcom? Don't know. It's, it's, it's I didn't know that. It's called Mom. I don't know. That is miraculous. So this year, on Amazon Prime. You can watch it. And she talks to a mum in Secrets and Lies. And she talks to a marm in Phantom Nice. A school marm. Biddy. Biddy. Laurie Metcalf. Biddy. Ladybird. Greatest living actress, Laurie Metcalf. And the always reliable, always excellent Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. 
So I have decided I am not going to hold the writing against Alice and Janney. It's not her fault. And she does what she can. She's great. You know? She does do what she can. She's fantastic. And I want Lori to win, but I've decided to only choose positivity. Positivity. Have you? Yes. (laughs) So I'm predicting Allison Janney, and she deserves an Oscar in general. And she plays the fuck out of a very poorly written part. I couldn't agree more. And I think that Janney brings shades to it in certain scenes of menace of humor perhaps in an inappropriate way but the way that she is able to be both scary hairy and funny because i can't think of a word that ends in airy that means funny mm-hmm. i think that's it's a multifaceted performance for maybe not a multifaceted role yeah yeah she, does, she just she, doesn't have enough and very she doesn't have a character where she can go as deep as Lori Metcalf does. Let's just do what the American government hasn't been able to do for the past few decades, and let's end the war. Right here. Right now. No more this, war. Yeah. Lori Metcalf, The Alice gays should just be excited. Yeah. Because the gays like Alice and Janney, too. Alice is gonna win an Academy Absolutely. Award. And you know, we've even joked on this podcast about our, you know, frustration, mm-hmm. perspiration. Even in... in I enjoy in, the motion picture I, Tanya. Well... Thank you, you know, very much. We all much. make choices in life, and <laughs> taste is subjective, and that's fine. That's why we go to the movies, right? Thank you very but much. But yes, it's 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 fun to you hurl yourself through the air. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanya's got a lot to hurl. <laughs> How are you just now breaking out this imitation? <laughs> what is that from? Do one more. That's from, from my Tanya. Who says that? Oh. <laughs> it's Janny when, when she's explaining the triple axle. You two fuck yet? <laughs> Do it again. Why aren't you accepting the her Academy Award? <laughs> you hurl yourself. <laughs> she's gonna walk up to Saoirse and Timothy at the Oscars and be like, "You two fuck yet?" <laughs> <laughs> they have. <laughs> they have. It's a Capricorn and an Aries. All right, we're they all have. predicting Alice and Janney. Yes, of course she is. Of course she is. Lead, Lead actress, actress Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand in Three Billboards Outside Abbey, Missouri, Margot Robbie and I, Tanya, Saoirse uh, Ronan in Lady Bird, and, oh, The the Post. We haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> huh? We haven't heard what's, it at all today. What's that movie? No, Brandon, starring... this doesn't post until tomorrow. No, oh, no, no, no. There's this movie. The Post? Yeah. Have you heard about this movie? Meryl Streep's in it? I've heard of the film Il Postino. So the lead actress nominee for The Post is Meryl Streep's Caftan. Nice. Morel. A film by Julian Schnabel. Morel. I think that... I'm not ending the feud in this category. <laughs> I'm I... sorry. <laughs> I am pouring one out for Margot J. Robbie, Israel Esquire, PGA. I think this is a wonderful first nomination for her. I think she is the best thing about that film. Mm-hmm. And maybe she'll upset. She won't. She, she won't. won't. In fact, she's probably least likely to win. No, no, no. I think she's Meryl, fourth. She's, yeah. yeah, she's fourth. If you look on Gold Derby for this category, Frances McDormand is up at 500%, and everyone else is <laughs> negative 250%. Well, the thing to remember here is that Frances McDormand is going to win. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm going to be thrilled about that. I've said it a million times on this podcast. I wrote my common app essay for college all about Frances McDormand. It's also very sexy that she will have two lead 
Two lead, two lead actresses for there are not that many winners of two lead steely women in the Midwest, very different women, Mm -hmm. but women who stick to their own moral code. Films that have the name of cities in them, Mm -hmm. and two films with scores by Burwell. Did Carter Burwell get Carter? I'd give you a Dorito. I'd give you a Dorito, but you'd probably choke on it. Dorito, as she says to the deer, as as uh, to the fucking deer. She tells the deer, "I'll give you a burrito, but you might Dorito." Funny, there's a she copies Tracy Letts' yeah. Dorito. I don't know if you except this was written seen... seventy five years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, Lady Bird did. I don't know if you guys, if you faggots, have seen the Lady Bird deleted scenes, but um, Lady Bird and Daddy are eating a bag of Doritos in the car, and then a deer just sort of like knocks its nose against the window, and Tracy Letts <laughs> rolls it down and hands it the bag and says, "Dorito." <laughs> I understand that the Alan Ball series has. The new one here now, now has a has a magical deer in one of the first episodes am, as well. I'm done with deer. I know. I'm over deer. Just like Bradley Whitford, he wants all the deer to fucking die. Well, I'm not like that. Oh yeah. Wait. They're a nuisance, like rats. Who are the other major actresses to win more than once in lead actress? Cersei. Oh, I thought you meant critics awards. That would be Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn has won four. Hilary Swank. Mm-hmm. Meryl. Meryl. Olivia George de Havilland. Elizabeth I... Taylor. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. You know Glenda what? Glenda Jackson. I'm happy for Frances. She belongs. So that's about she, seven. Uh, she deserves to Deborah be in that Kerr. company. Just Just Have, we haven't talked about Deborah Carr on this podcast. I don't even care. And, um... It is probably... There have been many egregious sins of the Academy. Mm-hmm. Given Debbie Carr's six nominations with no wins. Not awarding Deborah Carr even once except for her honorary Oscar is probably the most egregious, even more egregious than Cary Grant never winning, is Deborah Carr. Well, Thank can... you. This has been the Deborah Carr Hour starring <laughs> Ben MB. If you're looking for 90 more minutes of the Deborah Carr Hour, you know, it's time and a half, basically. The Egyptian is playing a nitrate print... Of Black Narcissus. Uh, Next, really? This month. Uh, I've seen this print. I've oh! seen this print. And it's a beauty. She and if just, you live in the city of Angels. All those nuns just want to get fucked. That's oh. the plot of that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see those shorts on that man. Mm. On horse. Mm. I want to go. Uh, I want to go. I'm the crazy nun. Mistress. Sunday, yeah. March 18th. I'm not any of the nuns. I'm the bell. Anyway, Francis does... Sally Field. Sally Field. Rarified. Oh. It is a truly rarefied company. There's like 10 of them. Sally Field and Stream. I'm excited for Francis McDormand to join them. Because you Me have too. like... Kate Blanchett does have two Oscars, but one is supporting. Not in the same category. Mm-hmm. I am excited for Francis McDormand to win another Oscar. The more time I think about this performance, the more I respect it. It's still not on my five... But you I, haven't watched it again. No, but I. But keep in mind, I liked it quite a bit the first time. You did. So her performance. Yes. <laughs> to be clear. Yeah. Um. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I'm predicting Francis. Same. Same. Best picture. The final category. The nominees are, Come by Your Name, Darkest Brand. Hour. What? Huh. 
Did you not tell he me? He said, because you said, call me by call your name. Call me by your name? Ah. Uh, <laughs> just just <laughs> start, it, start it over. Humor! <laughs> just start it over. Just start it over. Ha! Call me by your name. Brandon. Thank you. Dark Sour, Dunkirk, get out. Get out! Louise Rayner. Oh. Sorry, I'm just going to keep shouting out women who have won Best Actress twice. Please do. Ingrid Bergman! Oh, yeah. Lady Bird. Phantom Thread. No, she won two supporting. Gaslight? Gaslight is the one lead. Oh. And then... Murder me I on could, the Orient I could Express. be wrong. Jeez. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Got my facts wrong. <laughs> okay. My, my Sorry. entire <laughs> timeline is Drag Race. Apologies. Okay. You oh, no. Anastasia's right lead. Yeah, I'm on Twitter Anastasia right now, Steele? bitch. Betty Davis. The D? Oh, duh. Have y'all seen Jezebel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hold up. She Aww. does. The film does not. Jodie Foster. Oh, Jodie. Oh, for which? For Silence and what else? The Accused. Oh. Which is a horrible movie. And she won it before Silence of the Lambs. And that is the year Glenn Close could have won. If only... For Fatal? If only they had known Jodie Foster was going to turn it out again in three years. They They should have. They could have saved it. Heeded her advice. Vivian Lee Don't is the last me. one. Vivian Lee is the last one we haven't named. I'm looking at the list now. Thank you. And Thank this you. has been Ben's Thank Best you. Actress Corner. Thank you. The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards. Okay. The winner is... Oh, this is where we get the most interest. Ben, we'll start with you. Get Out. Oh. I know. I've gone back and forth a lot over the last few days. I'm, I'm predicting Get Out. Daniel? I think it's going to be The Shape of Water, Brandon. <gasps> And I have been predicting this movie for months and months. I call it Future Best Picture Winner, Get Out. And I'm just going to ride that train until my disappointment. Ride it to town. Ride the rails. I I think number two. and It's them billboards. Is them billboards. Those billboards. (laughs) (laughs) That billboard. Won the SAG Award. Yeah. Won the BAFTA. If I'm being truly, if you look at the statistics, statistics, we're doing Timothy Shell in my arms. Three billboards has the statistics. Shape of Water has the PGA. It is Shape of Water second in the statistics. Sure. Above Get Out, still. Sure. I think that three billboards winning the BAFTA doesn't mean a damn thing. Three Billboards wins the BAFTA because of the hometown advantage. Mm-hmm. McDonough is, to say he is a respected and esteemed playwright would be to undersell it. Mm-hmm. He is the British genius of the stage. And his third film has had a lot of acclaim, a lot of controversy. And couple that with the fact that I think that Brit- Britons with T-I-O-N-S... Would look at three billboards and say, yep, that's America to me. Just killing themselves over there, shooting themselves, burning themselves up. Uh, I don't think the BAFTA win means anything for those reasons. Mm-hmm. It is it is purely because they both subscribe to his worldview and they want to pat him on the back. Mm-hmm. The Golden Globe is more of an indicator to me, but the Golden Globe doesn't really mean much anymore in terms it doesn't of correlation. Match. So that, I guess, doesn't matter very much. It's really only sack. That's the only indicator for me for three billboard for three. But the SAG winner isn't always three Borscht belts outside you know? the Rust Belt. The thing that I cannot get past 
is that it didn't get a Best Director nomination. Yeah, if, I have to keep reminding myself if that. If it had been nominated or directed by... Uh, like, if David Mamet had made his first film mm-hmm. in 10 years for Three Billboards, he would be nominated for sure. Same movie, just different name. Right. I still I still think it speaks to a lack of support. I do too. I mean, I'm not... I'm not You're not predicting it. it. Um, but I think that it is not dead. I love that none of us are predicting it. And the reason I I keep, egg on our face. I keep coming Not back to get out <laughs> is because of the preferential ballot. Ben, what is a preferential ballot? Preferential ballot. I so I read I read up on this today just to make sure that I had the facts straight. You do I get love you do get to rank all nine. You it's only voting for five in the nominations but when oh. they're for for the actual vote you get to vote for all nine if you, you choose if you choose you can stop you rank them all stop what's your Camera minimum time. one really so i could take my preferential it's ballot worse, for nothing. it's bad really? for you because let's say your number one is phantom thread theoretically Let's say Phantom Thread is gets less than one percent of the first place votes. It's automatically eliminated out of the run. If that's your only vote, you don't count at all. Oh, you're done. Your vote is discarded. You are toast. Your vote is out. Oh, I see. Okay, with jam not strong because it still works out to everyone votes one vote, but it's like. If your movie's eliminated, then you get to vote for your second place. Second place becomes first place. Right. This right, is right, why right. people are predicting Get Out. Get Out is, I think, the least disliked. I think The Shape of Water does rub some people of our generation the wrong way. They made a huge push to get young people in. I think that The Shape of Water... What, what's that based on? What? That young people don't like The Shape of Water. Uh, the things I've read and people I've talked to that could be voters. I know people. That's the <laughs> bottom line of this conversation is I know people and I talk to people. I just want to crystallize this moment. I want to bring up a moment earlier in the show's run when Ben <laughs> talked about his ability to play the victim. <laughs> this is not one of those moments. <laughs> um, Not in my world. Not in my world. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't even, I don't even, I can't even back up my get out <clears throat> pick with logic or statistics. Statistics. Uh, You've just been predicting it. I've so just long. been predicting it for so long, and I just feel it in my deep Fingers, gut, toes. My fingers, my toes, my face. I feel it. I just feel it, and... When you feel it, you gotta get down. But my number two, it, my number two is three billboards is like right there. Yeah, it's right there. But I and do think Get Out pulls it out. Ben, in the era of Ben the pref- is holding one finger up to shush everybody. In the era, Fully. of the preferential ballot, there is one one award that has gone with Best Picture every single time, and that well, two is awards best screenplay. Two awards, but the one that your movie is eligible for is writing. Every single one won the writing Spotlight. Award. So Moonlight. if three billboards win screenplay. Argo. I think if three billboards win screenplay, it will win this picture. I completely agree with that. And I think that three billboards is this close. And I am miming an inch would be generous. Mm-hmm. Not much at all with my fingers. That much behind Get Out. Yeah. 
I think it's a I think it's a very close race between those two in Best Picture as well. Yeah. I know you are predicting The Shape of Water. I think The Shape of Water is a good step behind, but is still in the race. The Shape of Water has the PGA and the it DGA has the most not in the DGA. It has the most nominations. I can't explain the lack of a SAG nomination because it is an ensemble yeah. film. I think if you get Michael Shannon, Michael Stolbarg, if it had gotten the SAG nomination, one hundred percent, I would be predicting it. If it got the what, it got the, the SAG, SAG nomination, even, yeah, yeah, even just a nomination. Because, but because it didn't, I don't think it can it can do it. I, I just don't. I I have no. I, this is based on nothing. I am just spitballing right now, and I'm grabbing a straw, and here comes the take. Octavia is so beloved by the actors, mm-hmm. it is suspicious to me that she doesn't get that nomination at the SAG either. It's only Sally Hawkins and Richard Jenkins. Yeah. It makes me wonder if enough people had seen yeah. it. Because Supporting Actress was kind of a competitive year. Richard Jenkins just sort of slid right into those DMs. Yeah. Slid right onto home plate. It was. Because it, it was a that, very late release. Yeah. Even um, though Stully should have, for Call Me By Your Name, right. should have, again, landed it the wind straight onto the Hudson. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, is maybe not all of the SAG voters had a chance to see That's a good point. That is a good point. Based on absolutely nothing. Because Best Actress was a competitive year and Sally still gets that. Yeah. But so does Judy Dench. Right. I wonder if SAG matters as much anymore. It does, but they, 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 they are deviating more often then we give them credit for. I mean, Sarah Silverman gets the nomination for I Smile Back. Hidden Figures won. Hidden Figures won. The Help won. I think The Help was competitive, though, at Best Picture. You remember? Really? In that year? You guys remember I was pretty sure Steve Carell was going to get nominated for an Oscar? Mm-hmm. It's because he got the SAG nomination, and I was so sure. Yeah. There was a few people not who did not make the SAG crossover this year. So if that's the most predictive body... I don't know. It, it doesn't seem to be as much. It does feel like the rules don't apply anymore. The rules don't apply. What a great film. Rules Can we wrap this apply. up? Yeah, we're hitting. So on um, that note, we're going to wrap this shit up. Any, any closing observations? Um, I think the observation is uh, Warren Beatty's The Rules Don't Apply. The and the rules don't, don't apply to him either because he's gonna fuck up the envelope again. We haven't talked about this, but I do think Dunkirk is a spoiler in Best Picture. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's it I, doesn't have the precursor support only because it doesn't have those elements. Critics loved it, but it's not really an exciting choice for, mm-hmm. with your critics group to go with. It came out in the summer. Yeah, there are much more exciting titles like Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, all this other stuff. I think that if Dunkirk wins Best Cinematography, that doesn't necessarily indicate anything except for that there is more love than we thought for Dunkirk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it happening. All it right. Is, it is much, I think I think it's in it. it's much closer. Than I think it's fourth, think. and then I think Lady Bird is fifth, and then the other four are congratulations on your nomination. Correct. Yeah, Crazy yeah, yeah. that Call Me By Your Name... Did didn't. we even say... Well, Brandon did because he was saying the nominees, but... Yeah. But what a, what a weird what a thing. waste. What a waste. What a waste. What a waste. Well, with that, this has been Movies IMO, a very, very special Oscar Predictions episode. Thank you for tuning in. What Please. did we learn in this very special episode? That if you are a raging white woman, you can team up with a racist and go kill your daughter's murderer. <laughs> And that Americans will eat that shit up. It has crossed 
50 million dollars in america <laughs> what are we talking about next week <laughs> sorry 50 million dollars made me think of not that we've already recorded next week's episode but that we consider that to be so much money in a best picture race when in 2007 all the pretty much three of three of the five nominees all crossed the 100 million dollar mark and still no one yeah. tuned in to watch the ceremony so even that was considered not a big deal then and now we're hooting and hollering. Hooting! Hollering! I'm gonna hoot and holler. All right, let's call ourselves by our names. I'm Brandon Kirby. I'm Ben Empey. I'm Daniel Crook, and I'm. we have not recorded next week's episode yet, but if we had, and I forgot to say that Michael Clayton and John Dielman are the same person, and that they're, <laughs> they're both fixers who spend all their time cleaning up other people's messes, if I didn't say that, what an oversight that would be. What an oversight. So, what a waste. What, what, a, what a waste. What a waste. Please rate, review, subscribe to us on iTunes. We are on Twitter at MoviesIMO. <gasps> See you next time. Bye. Fuckers. But- I'm a bear! The winner is Jane Fonda... Thank you. Thank you very much, members of the Academy, and thank all of you who applauded. There's a great deal to say, and I'm not going to say it tonight. I would just like to really thank you very much.